0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to LiveLine. Five one double five one is our uh, text number. Alan O'Reilly, you're usually contacted by radio programs, but today you've contact li- contacted LiveLine. Why? Tell us who you are for a start. You're Carlo Weather, but that's a hobby, isn't it? It is a hobby indeed, Joe. It is a busy one, but it is a hobby indeed. Okay, so um, so what's the problem? Well, I suppose the problem is, is that we have a risk of some significant snowfall for parts of the country coming um, Thursday into Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, some, part, some parts tonight, but um, I, I know in fairness, Met Air now in the last hour have issued a yellow warning for, for some parts on Thursday. But um, there, there hasn't been much commentary on, on the actual risk of snowfall on, on the forecast, really, up until... So are you saying Met Aaron got it wrong? No, I, I wouldn't say they got it wrong, Joe. I, I, I think the thing was, last night at 9 o'clock after the news last night, mm-hmm. the, the forecast only went as far as Wednesday. There was, there was no forecast beyond Wednesday, um, which I, I, I think is a little bit... Um, I don't like I'm low to criticise Med Aaron it's a very tricky job right um, but I think we need to give people a bit more information than to say that the forecast up to Wednesday yeah but Met, Met Aaron have a budget of over 21 million what's your budget? <laughs> my, my, my budget is as much time as I can find from my employer that lets me spend time reading weather charts Joe so how can you do the weather for nothing? Is 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 there much more information now available online about the weather? Once you understand how to crunch the numbers and the graphs and the diagrams. Well, I think I think first of all, my hair do a much better job than me. Yeah, but I think well, they'd diff- wanted a twenty twenty one million. But I think the difference is, is that I tell people what might happen. So I'll tell them the weather models are uncertain about what's going to happen on Thursday because there's a band of rain that's going to come up and it's going to fall as rain, sleet, and snow. Um, and some of the weather models have snow, very heavy snowfall for parts of Galway, Sligo, Mayo, uh, Donegal. And some of it have them as, as more rain and only snow on higher ground. Um, so it, it, you can't be exact. It's a weather forecast. So it's never going to be 100% right. I get it wrong. Everybody does weather yeah, forecasts. Yeah, but no, 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 hang on, Alan. You, you, you contacted us. What is the sting of your, your point, please? You're, you're normally very clear. I, I think the thing is, is that we need to have better communication with the weather okay, forecast. You're saying days. Matt Aaron last night on the nine o'clock news should have told us, we presume they knew, should have told us there's a strong possibility of snow on Thursday and Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, I think if people watching that forecast last night would have went away thinking there was nothing really significant possible. Um, no, I know it didn't go beyond. And did they know? Did you know yesterday? And we, we'll hold you to your word on Friday. But did you know yesterday that there's going to be snow in Ireland on Thursday? I, I knew there was a very high chance of it happening, yes. Okay, where, where, whereabouts? Um, really draw a line between Galway and Dublin and go north of that. Well, good luck. And how yeah. much snow? You could be looking at 5, 10, 15 centimetres. Um, like the UK Met Office issued warnings that was as far as Friday yesterday. Okay. So they had they had warnings out as far as Friday, and they're given Northern Ireland to see um, five to ten centimeters of snow and possibly as 
up 15, 20 centimetres on higher ground. How does that compare, say, with the beast from the east? Oh, well, the beast from the east was a different kettle of fish okay, altogether. Okay. But, well, um, I, well, it's, 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 I, I'll, um, we've asked Matt Aaron to come on, but they're, they're not available. Um, we could forecast that, I suppose. Um, now, the, 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 does Ireland not go to a standstill when you mention a light dusting of snow? Is that, does, is that not the problem? It does. And, and to be fair, there's history where forecasts for snow in the past, of snow forecasts in the past didn't happen and people cancelled events. And I know some of the commerce community came out very strongly against the mm-hmm. weather warnings and, and scaring people off. And people well, with schools, and let's go to the first thing that happens. Will schools have to be closed on Thursday and Friday this week? There's a, there's a risk of that in north and northwest, certainly, yes. The schools are never open. <laughs> they shut down. We had Martin Cormacking uh, at the weekend. He used to be on Live Line every Friday during the pandemic. And he's now saying the schools shut down for way too long during the pandemic. Way too long. And you say a light dusting of snow and they'll shut again. Well, to be fair, I, I think the problem is we've such a, a large rural network. I mean, the council can't grit all the roads. Yeah. It, we're just not set up. We don't get enough of it. You know, I've been to Boston, I've been to areas that every local contractor has a plough that he sticks onto the front of the truck and the plough, the, the local areas. Yeah, but yeah. We, don't get, we don't get it often enough to have that kind of setup. Well, all the, well, the road outside me was gritted during the night in Dublin. Yeah, and, and I and went out this morning and nearly had to go, I nearly had to go back in at 20 past seven and put on factor 50. It was such a gorgeous morning. But there was grit on the roads. There was, and, the, and to be fair to the councils, they will grit the main roads, and the TII will grit the main roads, but the local roads in rural areas, unfortunately, don't get gritted because they just don't have enough capacity to do that. OK. So you're saying snow from Gal- north of Galway, Dublin, on Thursday. What time on Thursday beginning? Well, I'm saying a risk of it. A risk, um, yeah. and, and it's from Wednesday night, really, through okay, early Thursday. OK, from tomorrow night, Thursday. OK. And you're yeah. saying Met Aaron did not mention that last night and they should have? I think they could have given a heads up that there was a risk of it, yeah. Okay. And I, I really know, I don't want to... I know, Alan, no, people hear that. And you're brilliant. You are brilliant. Anyone that follows you on Twitter for the last... I don't know how long I've been talking to you now on the radio. Ten years or whatever. I know it's a hobby. But you're... you're and I remember, I vividly remember your prediction about beasts from the East. And I read it on a Sunday... I was down in Wexford, and by whatever day it was, you, you had been totally and completely vindicated. I, I, I know why, because I, when I read it initially on your Twitter feed, I didn't believe it. It was so dramatic. But we all know the beast for the, the beast for the, the beast from the east. You you were you were bang on. By the way, are you using the same information as Met Aaron? Some of it, but they have access to more information than mm. I have. They have, and they they have would, more better models. They would argue we collect, we, we have stations around the country. We have to pay for them, the monitoring stations, don't they? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And okay. they've added a lot more in recent. And they have improved the wow.met.ie service now updates all the weather stations across the country quite quickly. And do you so, know, where, where does TG Cahar get his weather? I'm not sure of that, um, Joe. I don't think they get it from Met Aaron. I think they buy it. Or do you buy the weather off Met Aaron, I presume? It's a commercial transaction. I presume TG Carr buy the weather off. I presume BBC buy, buy the weather off 
the British Met Office. I don't know where. Well, it's actually, the BBC switched from the UK Met Office to another company in recent. Oh, did years. they? they Why? Did, yeah. Why? I don't know. I think they didn't. They, they weren't working out. <laughs> but well, yeah, they put if you have to put it out for tender, I presume. Yes, Thomas. I think so. Thomas, maybe the weather was better with the other crowd. Thomas, good afternoon. How are you doing, Joe? You're listening to. You see, I won't call him an amateur because he's not. But he's not being paid for this. He's a. He's a. He's a hobbyist. Um, your point, please, Thomas, listening to Alan. But he's on the button, Joe. I, I never, ever refer to Met Aaron for weather forecasts. In fact, I'm intending to uh, drive somebody to Shannon Airport on Thursday morning. And for that reason alone, I checked out the weather forecast because okay. I noticed that locals were talking about really cold weather. And it rained. It didn't, mm-hmm. you know, there was, there was no snow or ice or anything. And... And the day is beautiful today, so where's yeah. all this snow? Well, it doesn't. Well, listening <laughs> doesn't to Morning Ireland, I'm trying to remember who was on Morning Ireland being interviewed before Morning Ireland went off air. Nobody went off. There was a shock of the, the forecast. Somebody was on Morning <laughs> Ireland. Now, I know I, I, I'm in Dublin, and I presume some, but like, listen to them, they were talking about breaking on ice. I was driving at the time, about 20 miles, <laughs> breaking on ice, going up hills, going down hills, be very careful, watch out for pedestrians. And it was glorious out. Is, was, there any, well, was there any part yeah, of the country this morning covered in snow? Well, not that I'm aware of. No, I can't be everywhere at the same time. I know so, that. But, <laughs> you know? And but, you, um, yeah, so I, where I, do you, well, Thomas, where do you get your weather? On, online with the BBC weather forecast. And what were they and telling you about tomorrow uh, night, the, Thursday? The, gra- the graphs are really simple. It is... It, it, there's a very heavy snow due across the country from the from the uh, from the south because we're trapped between two low low areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, I, I've always had an interest in in, in weather forecasts. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, so I do understand how how um, snow develops uh, uh, during the winter periods, um, but um, th- th- there's there's snow, a lot of snow. Um, expected right across Ireland uh, from the south right through up into the north over Thursday and again on Saturday. Okay. And, and where, where are you picking this info up, Thomas, from BBC? BBC weather forecast. But it's the, there, the graphs are there for everybody to see. But do, I know on television they just ignore the Republic. Do they, how do you, 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 you go into the website, do you? It's just, just Go into the website, okay. BBC Weather Forecast, and you'll get it. There's, um, there's a detailed map which shows you all you need to know from temperatures okay. to, to, um, to the uh, pressure gradients and, you know, the contours. And it, it shows you where the highs and lows okay. are. And then as you run the graph for, they run it for five days, and uh, you'll see the progression of weather. Okay. As 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 the as the model runs, you know, it's it's brilliant. Uh, alternatively, if you want local weather, mm-hmm. go on the Norwegian YR. What? And that, yeah, and that gives you detailed information of temperatures, expected pre- precipitation. <laughs> you know, Norwegian YR. And 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 how much do this? Oh, how much? What's the YR is um, a Norwegian. Um, Forecaster, okay. how much do Metairn get every year? We've asked RTE, but they won't tell us so far. <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise! Well, it's it's a, it's a it's a the commercial contract. 
They have to put it well, out to tender. In fairness, oh Thomas. By the way, you're you're are you are are you? Can you predict the weather? Are you good at it at this stage? Um, Scientifically, well, I mean, you don't put your finger out the window and face backwards <laughs> and get on your hands and knees my, and ask the dog. I don't put my finger to, anywhere. No, no, but you. I'm saying scientifically, are you good at predicting uh, the weather? Yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah, I'm okay, not bad. Okay, Betty you Daly, know, stay not... there, Thomas. Five one double five one. Joe with RT. That are uh, Betty Daly. Betty, your point, please. Um, I was just saying to your researcher, Mother Nature can do what she likes. She can change her mind at a whim. You know. Yeah, what does that mean, Betty? Like the, the weather forecasters can't tell us exactly that it's going to snow. They can only predict. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's based on science, isn't it? Yeah, well, listening to that man talking about the Norwegian weather forecast. Thomas, yeah. Look at this. Look at the sat-nav sending us up four and everything three miles <laughs> from where you want to go. Well, who do you rely on for your weather? Um, I just, well, it, it doesn't really bother me now, Joe. Like, I haven't got to go to work or anything. Okay. So, you know, just take every day as it comes. Well, what did you expect the weather was going to be today? Well, we thought it was going to be cold and it's absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Isn't it beautiful out there? Yes, yeah, they can't tell you that. Why can't they tell you that? 20 million a year and they can't tell us what the weather's going to be like tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Look at all the money they waste and everything else as no, well. No, okay. Well, they don't waste money. They're, they're well, they're do you know what I mean? That's not... Yeah. Uh, Alan, Alan, is there... A, stay there, Betty. Joe with RT. Alan, is there any um, algorithm that matches the weather predicted to the weather that actually happened. In other words, is there any way we can gauge the accuracy of different Met offices? Or or indeed indeed yourself. The weather models do track the predictions and see how accurate they are, but that would be at a more larger scale. But to be fair to Midairn, their website uses the Harmony model, which is their own model that they've developed. And for, for the next 48 hours, it's really accurate. And to be fair, their website now, if you go to Met.ie, it detects your location and it'll show you the forecast for your location. But the problem is, is that at the moment, the models are just not there. So you need a human factor. So you, you, when you get a presenter in front of you... Okay, no, you, okay well, no, you didn't answer my question. My question is, is there any algorithm or any uh, template which will tell us how accurate a weather forecasting service is, be it Alan O'Reilly and Carla Weather, or be it Matt Heron, or be it whoever TG Cahar buy the weather off, to see how did, did reality, what is the accuracy of it in terms of prediction reality? What is your accuracy rates? What's your hit rate, Alan? <laughs> I don't know, Joe, is the answer to that, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, have you got it drastically wrong before? Well, I don't know if we've got a drastic run because I'll always show what the weather models show. So I don't really stick my neck out and say, I'm okay. going to tell you. It's okay, we have, a, we have a long statement from RTE. RTE Weather engages Met Heron for both data and weather broadcasting serves across all of our weather, open radio, TV, online. Specifically with regard to your query. Now, our query was how much is the cost, but they, they don't answer it. Specifically with regard to your query, there are no set rules about what is or what is not to be included in the weather uh, broadcast. RT Weather depends on judgment expertise, highly qualified experience team of MetAaron to make this assessment for each and every broadcast, but overall, uh, editorial uh, oversight always remaining with RTE. Last night, 
The meteorologist on duty, Mark Bow, who presented these very professional, I know him, who present, no, I'm known from the screen, who presented nine at nine pm forecast on RT One, would have been aware of the possibility of snow in the forecast later in the week. It would his it would his judgment, his judgment, as a qualified and experienced forecaster, not to include details of Thursday and Friday of this week, rather than give what could possibly have been misleading meteorological information. So he, he did decide last night not to include snow because he wasn't um, he wasn't sure. Were you but sure? Joe, he, you know, Joe, um, Joe, sorry, can I, can Thomas, I interject there? Thomas, yeah. Yeah, Joe, what's the, what, what's the idea of a forecast? It's, the definition of forecast is to plan forward. What's the, what's the idea of having this public broadcaster scenario who doesn't want... To, to convey the, the right messages to, to its society or its communities. You know, it's, it's crazy to leave out that kind of information, whether it's suspect or not, because you can always qualify it, can you not? Yeah, but you don't want to be saying there's snow when there's no snow, Jew. Well, <laughs> obviously, but if you look at the BBC stuff, it's quite clear there's going to be a lot of snow from Thursday through to Saturday. In Ireland, no, in the Republic of Ireland. Both, all across the UK okay. and Ireland. But, you see, there was a time in RT when we, we used to rely on Paddy the Postman in Donegal. Do you remember Paddy the Postman? <laughs> he was very good. Back, and then we used to... Then we, who, who, did, who did we rely on down in Bally... Give, give, me, the, give me the... Was it Bally Ferreter? Tomas O'Crahour, who'd, oh, yeah. who'd look out the window from his beautiful pub down there and he'd count the number of dolphins swimming backwards in an anti-clockwise direction and he'd tell you what the weather was going to be like. And you know what, they were probably spot on. <laughs> okay, by the way, RT, another RT statement. RT tenders for weather for... Do you know this, Thomas? RT tenders for weather forecasting service internationally approximately every five years to ensure the highest quality of service and value for money. As this is a competitive process, the financial details of contract award cannot be made public. Now, can you imagine the political reaction in Ireland if RTE didn't buy their weather off Met Aaron? There would be uproar in the doll. There would be uproar in the doll. And because I, I presume the RT contribution is important to Met Aaron. Where is James Mernan in Limerick? Joe at RT.ie 51551. Your point, please, James. Hello. Um, Met Aaron is one of the better foreca- national forecasters okay. in the country. They're, they're much better than a lot of um, weather agencies elsewhere in the world. How do you, like, how do you know that? Well, I've been in Singapore now and I've been looking at their forecast. Okay. And they were forecasting fine weather and just thunderstorms. And then there was thunderstorms forecasted then for the following day and it was a good day. Yeah. So uh, and, and th- this is this in Singapore. This is in Singapore. Okay. And that's And James, uh, you, who do you rely on for your weather? Mostly Miss Aaron. Okay. Because I think they're one of I did they're seldom a hundred percent correct. And have you uh, but, have um, you but just James help me here, have you tracked uh, the prediction against the reality over the years? Have you said to yourself, Oh, they get it right 
seven out of ten times or nine out of ten times or well extreme weather is very is very extreme weather very seldom happens weather mm-hmm. tends to stay very average very average at the moment yeah. but um um so that's where it can be but um like is it going to snow on Thursday? I wouldn't be that certain myself because you have milder air coming up against the very cold air. Okay. And and if it follows up, then it could often snow, but it will turn back to rain. Okay. And are you, are you an amateur meteorologist? Do you take a big interest in the weather, James? Well, I wouldn't be as enthusiastic as the first caller. You Alan O'Reilly. Right. I'm no one as enthusiastic Alan as him. Yeah. He's obsessed, that chap. Yeah, but I do, I do often go on netweather.tv website. Okay. And there'll be a good GPS modelling system there. Okay. And I often have a look at that anyway. And is it like a hobby for you? Um, it's just a, a minor hobby. Yeah, well, that's good. A lot of people love. It. And yeah. do, you, do you go by any? Do you go by any old shibboleths or myths or whatever people say if the if the cows kneel uh, on one leg in the backfield on a Thursday morning, <laughs> it means there's going to be rain on the following Sunday uh, afternoon. You don't go with any of that? Uh, maybe a small bit, but I don't really trust it. Like, you sometimes might see the moon, the new moon backwards, and you could hang buckets of water. But in my experience, that isn't a very reliable sign. Say, say, say that to me again, James. I never heard of that one. You can see... If you see, if you see a new moon yeah. lying on its back, uh, it's supposed to be a sign of rain, but I don't find that very reliable, put it that way. If you see a new moon lying on its back? Yeah. What does that mean? It's, uh, <laughs> apparently, you could hang buckets of water on the... In the, the of the of the new moon of the crescent. Oh yeah, well it wasn't that. Didn't we have that last week? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a very yeah. sharp. I take that the shape of the moon, the sharpness of yeah. the shape. but some okay. it, well, it, it's supposed to be a sign of bad weather. Um, another saying I had, and I got it from my father. Okay. We had a very dry February. Yeah. Normally February fills the dikes with water. Okay. But if February don't, March will. And I think we're going to get a bit of, bit of that. We had a very mild February. We did a very dry February, wasn't it? A very dry February. And I think the, U- I think the UK had our driest February on record. I suppose so. That's right. But, um, the, it's, more, it's more likely to snow in the UK even this time of the year than it is in Ireland. Okay. You've noticed yeah. that over the years. Yeah, I would have noticed that as well. Okay, and I, I, I won't presume what age you are, James, but you mentioned your father. And when you oh, yeah. when you were growing up, like, what, where did, when the weather forecast, I presume, is not as incredibly as sophisticated uh, and ex, as accessible as it is today, would people have locally relied on various people with intuition or water diviners or whatever, or well, seventh son of a seventh son to tell you? <laughs> I don't you? know. Um, Maybe the, um, I'm in view of the Silver Mines mountain range over there. Okay, beautiful, and, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes if it looks far away, it means it's a sign of good weather. Okay. If it looks very near looking, it's okay. a sign of bad, poor weather, wet weather. So 
that's that, I got a lot of them stuff from my father there. Okay. But um, he's he's a good wild guy now, and just over fifty years of age now. Okay. So. Okay, okay. Say, say with us, James, and, and Anna Roddy. Anna Roddy, I'm reading a text here. Weather World Cup. Met Aaron versus Carlo Weather. Play off this Thursday. The winner qualifies to play Norwegian side YR in the next round. In the event of snow, Carlo will progress. Back after this. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. We were contacted by Alan O'Neill of Carlo Weather. You all know, you all know him, and he's he's a, he's a very good track record over the years. Even though he's it's not his job, it's a he's a hobbyist, but he's he has his own stations. He tracks. I think he works in computers. He works in computers, Alan, in real life. I work in IT, Joe. Yeah, I work in IT. So I'm just. Just trying to big you up here. I don't need to be. By the way, has anyone ever offered you a job, Alan, as a as a weather forecaster? No, 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 not for weather forecaster. Have you any no. Have you any qualifications to be? What, what, what qualification? I presume a physics degree or a science degree. No, or, all self taught, Joe. Yeah, well done. And we interested in the weather from since you were a child. Yeah, all the snow okay. actually is my main interest. Okay, yeah. snow. Yeah. What do you mean? I was just interested in, in trying to see why it snowed and why it didn't snow and trying to forecast okay. snow because it's interesting in Ireland. Um, how Speaking. would you describe it, Alan, now in Carlo Weather? Would you describe it as a hobby, an obsession? Yeah, just a hobby. Just a hobby. A hobby. Okay, okay. Anthony. My partner might say it was an obsession, all right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Anthony, good afternoon. Afternoon, Joe. Um, where, are you, where are you at the minute? Well, I'm ringing from Donegal here. Oh, what's the weather? Are you, you, many feet of snow are you under? Uh, it's uh, it's unbelievable, Joe. Here at the moment, the sun's shining and it's just lovely, yeah. which has been all morning. And was the road the roads icy this morning? Were you <laughs> driving in fourth gear sideways? Well, uh, well, if you were listening to RTE weather forecast, sometimes you you would you would think we're on a different planet here. Why? You, well, there's one particular presenter of the weather there. Uh, I was told not to say who, but I mean. One evening there not that long ago, she actually mentioned the northwest no no fewer than thirteen times while while given the forecast for the whole of Ireland. The northwest was mentioned thirteen times. Now the forecast only takes what maybe two minutes, but I mean for some reason this particular forecaster always seems yeah, to mention they, the northwest. Yeah, but they don't write the weather. I don't know who writes it. I don't really care. But I mean, if you're listen, if you're looking at the BBC there or or or. Or, or yeah. UTV, they don't mention any particular area. They'll use their hands, you know, there'll be high pressure, low pressure, whatever, you know, whatever. But I mean, they don't actually mention any, any particular, say, city or area or whatever. But the RTE, for some reason, any bad weather is going to come from the northwest. We know where the northwest is, like it's Donegal, Sligo, Partalitrum. So, I mean, we don't get it any worse here than, than anywhere else, I don't think. You're not getting more snow than the rest of the country. Well, that's up to that's not for me to know. We we get very little snow here now, very very little. Okay. And you, you know, say, uh, you, you're taking it very personally, Anthony. The weather. Well, well, well. I mean, well, if you're counting the number of times the northwest is mentioned. Well, if you, I'll tell you, Joe. If you listen, if you there's if I mention the, the person who's given the forecast, but it's irrelevant because it would have been read out. You know what I mean? So I know what you're saying. They, they yeah, but, you know, there was a, there was a hotelier here in Donegal way back a number of years ago, and he was unhappy with this this going on as well, and he 
I think he was on to RT a few times about it, and uh, he said he'd maintain that it was affecting tourism and so on, you know, which probably would, you know. If you're planning to come up to Donegal, like for a weekend, and you're looking at the forecast, you're you're seeing this thing coming up in the northwest. You know, you look, you look second thoughts about it. I'm sure. Yeah, Alan O'Reilly, stay there, Anthony. Is is does the northwest Donegal? Does Donegal, Alan, over the years get the worst of the weather? Well, very often you'd have you'd have weather events that would catch the northwest, especially wind events that would catch it. But oh, wind, yeah. the problem as well is that there's very few stations up there, so there's no station between oh, um, Head and Finner. Well, there's major station that's up there on the main the main stations that that kind of would be recording. Um, mm-hmm. So Head is is on the very edge of the of the county in the country. So obviously it would get much worse weather than than even inland. But Donegal's a big, it's a big, uh, yeah, it's a big county, yeah. obviously. Yeah. You know. Uh, hello there, Joe. Jo. Uh, Malinhead. Malinhead is actually over a hundred miles from wow. from Thunner, which is you know Bundoran. It's actually over a hundred. If you were driving like from Bundoran yeah, to yeah. Malinhead, so well over a hundred miles going directly. So I mean, it is a big county. Like, and I, that gentleman says there. There's no other stations in between to give to give a forecast. So, I mean, you know, the northwest it, it covers a big area. So I mean, I don't know. Well, would you? Have... Well, Anthony, would you go else? Would you watch? Look at your weather from the BBC. I would, yeah, most of the time, yeah, because it seemed to be more accurate. Uh. Well, in fact, around this area, a lot of people would tell you the same. You know that the BBC farming weather program there that that's very very accurate. Because the so, weather is you know, so important for farmers. Well, <laughs> the only reason I watch there is weather forecast is to see how many times it mentioned the northwest. <laughs> Where's the woman that was down in Ennis? There's someone there from Ennis. Is there saying they're Britain, the footpaths in Ennis? She gone. Uh, Donal O'Born, Donal. Yes. Um, your point, please, Donal. I think people expect too much of weather forecasting. Um, Anthony, will you mind yourself and put back yeah, on your yeah, put back on your get, you put back on your string vest? It's going to it's, it won't, home it won't be as won't be as warm as this all day. Up until he right then, okay, all mind the yourself, mind yourself, Donald. Go ahead, Donald. Yeah, people expect too much from the weather forecast. They expect it to be accurate for where they are, and weather forecasting has improved a lot. But yeah. you're still going to get variability, particularly where we are on the edge of the continent. Well, do you so say fo- just... forecasting far ahead? Is that... But when we, we, Alan already contacted He wasn't talking about far ahead. He was talking about tomorrow night. Yeah. And he said that Met Air last night didn't mention that there's a strong possibility of snow tomorrow night. Yeah, Wednesday night. Tomorrow night. Wednesday night. Well, he doesn't know what's going to happen tomorrow night yet either. Well, Alan, well, do you, do I, you want... You, well, you, you also uh, find that if but he's people... Hardly, he's hardly plucking it out of, out of the sky. I don't know where he's getting it from, but it doesn't—it doesn't—it doesn't really matter where he's getting it from. What matters is how accurate it can be, and how reliable it can be. And if if that presenter had said there's a high likelihood of snow tomorrow night, you'd have somebody else ringing up to say, "Oh, they told us there'd be snow, and we decided we couldn't go anywhere, and snow never materialised." Well, we don't know that yet, but Alan, you... No, exactly. Well, that, that's well, exactly on, the Alan. point. We don't yeah, but, know. Yeah, but, and people uh, expect yeah, to know. Yeah, but Donald, uh, uh, Matt Aaron don't do it with tarot cards. They do it with... No, they do science. Yeah, exactly, and science is... But science, you know, but science into the future isn't as reliable as people like to think about it. Well, how far the into the future? The same as if you, go, if you go for a medical treatment, you can't just yeah. go into the doctor and say, this is wrong, fix it. 
No, that should not be stupid. And, and they, they can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. And what are we but spending? People have, people what are we have spending? the idea in their head that somebody can tell them exactly what's going to happen in okay. two days' time. Alan, do you want to do you want to reply to that? Uh, Donald thinks it's. Yeah, I, I, like I think it's a forecast, and I think we went from no mention of Thursday last night to now having a yellow weather warning mentioning hazardous driving conditions and travel disruption um, with sleet, the snow accumulations expected. So I, my, my issue is, Joe, is that somebody watched that forecast last night, maybe might have been planning for Thursday and mightn't you know, look at another forecast okay. in between and they might be caught unawares then on Thursday and say, where did this come over? This wasn't forecast. And you see, and there, I, it is now forecast. Yeah, well, I'd be worried that the Brennan's bread and, Bre- and Andrex toilet rolls would be caught unawares. The way we panic when at the sight of a, a bit of cold weather, Donald. Do we do we panic, Donald, when we when we hear a bit of that there might be snow? No, but I think anybody who is planning a journey for Thursday and listens to the weather forecast on Monday night and decides that they're not going to listen to it again until Thursday isn't used to living in Ireland, That's and particularly isn't used to living on the west coast of Ireland. Yeah, because okay. it's just not that predictable. Where, I mean, where, I, I, I check the weather forecast a lot because I go rowing and I need to know okay, what wind speeds are yeah. like and what wind direction is great, like. Great, And I mean, if I check it on Monday and I'm planning to do something on Thursday, I'm going to check it on Wednesday again. Okay. And I'm going to tell anybody that's related to and the planning you, that I'm doing. Who do you rely on for your weather, Donald? Sorry? Who do you rely on? Who do you trust I for use, your weather? I, I use Midhearn and I use a website called yr.no. Yeah, every, but who is that? It's YR Norwegian. Norwegian, yeah. yeah. And they're good at the Irish weather? Pretty good, yeah. But there's none of them There's none of them 100% correct. And there's none of them... If I'm looking at the wind here yeah. in Limerick City okay. four days ahead, uh, it almost always changes when you get three days and two days ahead. Okay. So that's, you know, that's, I just factor that in and I say, yeah, that's the plan. Okay. But uh, for now, it's just the plan. That's, that's as far as it goes. Okay. Um, uh, Alan, where, where is the windiest part of Ireland? It is Donegal, is it? Um, I think probably you'd be looking at Donegal, all right, okay. yeah. But the West where, Coast, uh, Belmullet as well. Belmullet, okay, and Mayo there. Where's the wettest part of Ireland? The wettest part of Ireland, it, it, it's generally... Um, it can be the West Coast again as well. It it, it varies a small bit, but okay, you're looking well, at uh, Valencia as well can also be a very wet So it's day. generally it's the West Coast, Galway, Clare, Kerry, Mayo, the wettest. Don't worry, yes. not, I won't hold you to this. The windy, no, you're right, yeah. The windiest. It's, it's, yeah, where's, yeah. Where's, the, where's the sunniest part of Ireland? Well, the sunny southeast, of course, Joe. That's why everyone should go on the holidays to Carlo. No, is is that true? Sunny Southeast is that's genuine. It is. If you're looking at getting solar panels, there's there's there's, there's, there's statistics and science there that shows you that the further southeast you are, the better the sunshine. Okay. But like in fairness, Joe, we get a hundred days less rain on average in the east compared to the west. Wow. So you know, when say you're, that you're again. Say that again. Walk, on average, there's a hundred days less rainfall in the east compared to the west. Now, obviously, it varies from year to year, but generally. And how many days of rain do they get in the West? <laughs> um, I can't remember the exact number, but that's the general statistic. Well, it's a hundred more than the East. Does. Yeah, but like if you, you, I know people, you know, that have moved from say Carlow to to Clare, and they they notice it within the first year straight away that there's a lot more days. 
And I, I can okay. understand the tourist season. I mean, the Wild Atlantic Way is called the Wild Atlantic Way, and it's a fabulous um, part of the country. Yeah. But when I went to go camping, plan a camping holiday last year, I planned it, planned it in the east. And I was posting pictures of camping and cooking by the fire and that, and, and people yeah. in the west were wanting to know where I was. They thought I was in another country. Okay, Cindy, Cindy Nixon. Cindy. Hello, Cindy. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Cindy, is it windy where you are, Cindy? Tell no, me. it's absolutely beautiful out. Is it so? And uh, <laughs> I, I was just listening to your program there as I was walking yeah. along. And I came in, I was just saying to my son about it, you know, about the weather. And, I, you know, he often says to me, when I, if I got up in the morning, I'd say, for God's sake, they didn't say it was going to rain last night on the weather forecast. And flip that anyway. And he said to me, ma'am, if you want to know the weather forecast, he said, just look out the window. He said, I'm always telling you that. So then he showed me this thing, and yeah. it's uh, it's it's uh, John's weather forecasting stone. So it says, if the stone is wet, it means rain. The stone yeah. is dry, not raining. Shadow on ground, it's sunny. White on top, it's snowing. Can't see stone, foggy. Swinging stone, <laughs> windy. Stone jumping up and down, earthquake. Yeah, stone okay. gone, tornado. <laughs> <laughs> stone mad. That was brilliant. Stone mad. Okay. So and that's what we should all get a swinging stone. You're in Dublin. I don't have windows here. What's it like when you look out the window now in Dublin? Oh, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's like a summer's day. It's yeah. like it's like your best day ever. Now, do you believe Alan O'Reilly that there's snow coming tomorrow night? I would actually. Yeah, yeah. I would. Okay. Because I think Matt Aaron have got a good bit of the weather forecast. Not great. Wrong. You know. I do. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you know the way they do the red alert and it doesn't yellow, happen. You and remove all your pots and take your hanging baskets down and yeah, it doesn't happen and, that and wind, stock, you know? Suck up on the slice pans and the toilet rolls. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your Brennan's bread. <laughs> okay, sunny yeah. Cindy in sunny Dublin. That's not where it's not windy, Cindy. Good to meet them all good. Okay, and uh, okay. back after this break, joe at rt.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. As I mentioned, we, we had a number of callers. I don't know where they're all gone. We had a number of callers saying that Dunn stores have changed their uh, validation system or their expiry dates on their, you know, they, they've had this incredible offer, which they've been doing for years, where it was, I think, a tenner. You spend 50, you get a tenner voucher, which you spend the next time you're in. Now they've changed it, which is within their remit it's now 25 and you get a fiver off but people are telling us now we can't find it on their website telling us that the the new system the fiver off the 25 is brilliant but the but it only lasts for seven days whereas previously it lasted for 14 days and you're saying given the cost of living etc etc but anyway Antoinette the weather the weather Antoinette <laughs> Hi Joe how are you? Tell us has anyone forgotten um, 2010? Yes 2010 exactly I mean, 2010 was like the one from definitely Beast from the East on wheels um, and on speed and anything else you wanted to put it on. I remember it started at the end of November, the snow, and it didn't let up. On the 3rd of December, I'm a singer and I do weddings and funerals and different things. I had to go down to Baltinglass to do a wedding and the only other vehicles on the road apart from the stupid one, me, were uh, snow plows and a couple of four-wheel drives. And that was the only thing I saw between where I live and where I was going to. Okay. And it was absolutely 
crazy because you couldn't distinguish the road from yeah, the, wow. the grass verges. Um, and I remember driving down to a high then for um, a service on Christmas morning. And um, that was pretty hairy as well. There was nothing else on the road, only myself. And as I was driving, the driver's side of the car froze. And I couldn't get out of the driver's side when I got to the church. I had to hop out the, the passenger side, which wow. luckily hadn't frozen. I've never heard and of that before. My, minus 17 degrees that morning. Minus 17. Yeah. Um, and people seem to have gone crazy. And if it's minus five, oh my God, let's put on a duvet. But it was minus 17. Um, I remember yeah, it well. was minus 17 that morning. Yeah, that was Christmas. Because we, we were on Christmas Eve 2010, we were in Grafton Street doing the Christmas Eve programme and I yeah. thought, I think it was around minus 14 and the following the following Christmas Eve, 2011, Grafton Street again, it was plus 9 or 10, so, so yeah. the difference of, um, yeah. now I, I, I must ask Alan, but, but it yeah. is, yeah, I, I, uh, Alan, yeah. Alan, just something that's come into my head there, Alan. If is seven, if it's seven degrees today, okay, you with me, Alan? Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's fourteen degrees tomorrow. Does that mean it's twice as warm tomorrow? Do you follow me? Well, so that's a stupid question. It, w- it would be, but it depends on the wind chill as well. It's not okay. just the actual air temperature. But does degrees, does temperatures work like that? It, you it follow me? It's minus. It's minus seventeen. Why? No, it's not. This. It's anyway. I'm trying to work it out in my head here. Catherine, Catherine, thanks, Hi, Antonia. Um, That's okay, Joe. Yeah. This who who are you going with, Catherine? Who do you get your weather off? I have it for nearly 15 years and more from YR.no, the Norwegian people, and they were like they're about 90 percent right. The one thing that they said to me once when I wrote to them because they were inaccurate for a few weeks, um, they said that low drizzle they cannot always predict. Hang on a Very minute. low Hang paid on. drizzle. You, it's, it's an app, is it? Norwegian YR or YR.no. Yeah. 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 No, YR. It's not a good thing for us, Norway. Look up today's weather, Joe, and I have it on Balancholic, and the weather forecast today is six degrees down to two probably this evening. Yeah. It has rained this evening and it's about 1.1 millimetre of rain okay. over the evening. And what's and it tomorrow, a, Catherine? Tomorrow there's rain at midnight, a, a light rain, and then there's the early morning is dry, okay. the afternoon is rain again, yeah. and tomorrow night is dry. But over the whole day you have 4.1 millimetres of rain. And it's four degrees tomorrow, going down to one degree tomorrow evening. Okay. Is there any part? So, is YRNO? Is there any part of that predicting snow in Ireland tomorrow? Well, Can you look more, up? Actually, Friday morning, early midnight, Thursday night, Friday morning, it's zero. So the and there's a lot of um, precipitation. We call it yeah. on Friday night, Friday morning, and that could be sleet or snow. But it depends on the area. Out the road in ovens. It's colder sometimes at night time than it is in here in oh, Balancholic, about seven be, miles away. It had to be roasting in ovens, but it's not, obviously. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so why are... No. And by the way, Catherine, am I correct in saying you're getting this free from why are... Yes, okay. yes. And yes. It, I, who funds that, that, that forecast? Is that the, the Norwegian it. government? It probably is, or whoever. They're probably getting some contract from somebody as well. But you find that one very good. It's brilliant. I give it to everyone. When I was working before I was retired, I used it for going outdoors as well. And how did you come across it? 
I can't remember. Somebody gave it to me as well. Handed okay. it now, to me. Yeah. Now, 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 what surprises me, uh, Catherine, is you use this app. You say you've been using it for 20 years. You find it extraordinarily accurate. Yeah. You've been telling yeah. your friends about it. And when they got it wrong, you had the neck to write to them. I did. I told them I was one of their fans. Who do, you, who do you write to? I wrote to the, the website. I found a, a number in it and I wanted to congratulate <laughs> them as well because weather in Ireland is so unpredictable and if you plan something, it could be destroyed with, with drizzle or whatever. And I wrote to them and asked them the query, why were you wrong this time? I said, okay. you're brilliant for, for 11 months of the year. So I was a bit cheeky, but at the same time, I wanted to know. And I know now it's no drizzle forevermore. And I know that and you they just were, uh, Sorry, and they wrote back to you? They did, yeah. I didn't think they would, but they did in English. And they, they said? Were, they said that the only thing that they cannot do expertly is low drizzle. A very fine low drizzle. Okay. As you know, you can watch out and note that now for the next few weeks. That's how we when get there is yeah. no drizzle um, predicted, when it could arrive and your washing will be destroyed on the line. <laughs> And do you do you rely on YRNO for everything? No, not for everything. No, but if I was going somewhere now, maybe about maybe thirty miles away, I would definitely look up the forecast. And if it was going to be heavy and cold that day, I could change the day around, you know, to another day, because it's easy to do well, that so when you see the plans here in front of you. So you totally rely on them. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I look at the Irish Met as well just out of interest but yeah. it's so wide you see they're trying to cover a whole island whereas all I have to do yeah, is but cover but now, now we are obviously covering the whole world they are yeah they are you can do anything in this you can go anywhere in the world with this you're saying you, you can, can look up the weather forecast in Balancholic from yeah. the Norwegian National Met Service yeah and you, yeah, li- and you, and you live by it I, well I don't live by it but I use it in my life yeah very much it's very very good but, I mean, you could, it could go wrong as well. I mean, it's 90%. I find it 90% okay. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So well you should try it. Yeah. Well done. Okay. You could get someone to do and, a, a survey. <coughs> excuse me. And are there ads ranting on YR? How do they fund themselves? I don't know. There is no ad on it at all. Okay. Not a bit of it. Well and it not, not a bit of just the weather, and that's all. Committed to the weather. And you can and put in... Committed to their customer, because they answered me. <laughs> and you can type in your location... Yeah, just type it in and it'll, sit wherever, it'll go into the day, the afternoon, the evening. You could do Middleton County Cork, you could do Middleton America, you know, anything like that. There's Ballancolic Hill somewhere and there's Ballancolic. You know, there are places everywhere with Irish of names on the yeah. double. Yeah, yeah. 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 So okay, Catherine. <laughs> now, look at, looking at the, um, the, the, uh, NR, the YRNO uh, app today, would you yeah. be stocking up on Brennan's Bread and Tyler Rolls? I have it stocked up in the freezer already. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of daily life in Ireland. It is in Ireland, yeah, mother. Okay. Out in the middle of the Atlantic. Yeah, in the middle of the Atlantic. Okay, Catherine, thank Balancolic okay. and beautiful Balancolic. Robert, Robert Rohu, Robert. Hi, Joe. I was, I was asked to comment there, but you always thought it was warm in ovens. Um, it's actually warm, very warm, Joe, in our oven at home. We have a smart home bakery business, my wife is, and uh, I give her a hand there right. in the morning, making brown bread, and our sales have nearly tripled over the last few days. And Why? Because of the forecast. So when people are, <laughs> people are buying joy sauce. People think, people think there's snow <laughs> coming. Well, yeah, and sure, and sure the owner 
said to me, he said, bake away the brown bread, Robert, double it up, he says, because they'll all be drinking soup. Okay. And it's it great, sure. And it is happening. You are Your orders are going up as we speak. Absolutely. Yeah, George. I'm actually going home from work now to make, as we speak, I'm on my way home to make more bread because it's, it's sold out. Okay. Homemade brown soda. And what part of the country are you in, Robert? Again? Bellinghasig. Um, I'm near Bellinghasig. In yeah. Cork? Yeah, in Cork. And that's where Mairead Tyres come from, comes from, isn't it? Do you know Mairead? The you actress. Know. That wonderful actress in um, Disney's Extraordinary. She's Irish. T-Y-E-R-S. I think it's Ballinhasig. Ballinhasig, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So so you're saying that, that you're you're getting the, the, the finger out and the flour out and the butter <laughs> and the buttermilk. Into cocktails and gallon ban has to go and they're flying with the jaw and okay. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, Robert. Okay, stay safe. Alan, Alan, were you look? Are you when you when you weren't talking there? Were you looking at any more screens for us? Has the forecast changed? <laughs> well, the weather models have still pretty much kind of not agreed to the problem where the snow is going to fall and where it's going to be rain and where it's going to be sleep. So it is going to be very messy but they're still showing the risk of, of some heavy snow on Thursday um, for a time. So definitely the main message I would tell people is keep up to date with the weather forecast. Don't assume that what you yeah. saw on, on the weather yesterday is not going to change because it is very subject to change. Um, but there is a risk of snow, certainly, in the northern half of the country. But it, but it won't be the beast from the east? No, no, it won't be the beast from the east. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, um, we'll um, hold you to that, Alan. But you're normally very, very accurate, and, and as I say, you do it in your your free time, which which you've obviously a very considerate employer and family, um, because you do an awful lot of it. But um, and nobody's ever offered you a job. <laughs> no, Joe. No. How, no, how do you how do you fund yourself? Um, well, it's just a hobby that I do. Um, I'm a brand like, ambassador for the local garage here, so that's the only kind of support I get. Well, that'll see you over the line, all right. What's the name of the garage? Auto Image, uh, Reynolds and Dacia in Carlow. Okay, Auto Image. Okay, well done. Because you have you have little weather stations, don't you? I do. I have a weather station. Yeah, I do. I do. But most of it is is reading the charts online, um, which is just okay. first thing I do every morning. That's a bad habit, but that's what I do. Okay. Well done, Alan. Well done, and um, your points were very well made. And uh, thanks, thanks for that. That's Alan O'Reilly of Carlo uh, Weather. Do you use uh, YRNO, Alan? Is he gone? Sorry, said I go. Do you use the Norwegian one, YRNO? Do you rate that one? A lot of people mention it to me. It, it uses one of the main weather models for, for Ireland. But I, I, I do have to stress, for the next 48 hours ahead, Met Aaron's model is better than any of them, better than YRNO by a stretch. Okay, okay, okay. Thanks okay. indeed, Alan. That's Alan O'Reilly. Joe at rt.ie, 51551 is our text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Ray was mentioned there today. He's talking about the Oscars and addressing the Irish stars. I want to know who made that bear that's in Cocaine Bear that everyone is raving about. It's becoming the unexpected hit of the year. And it was made, I didn't notice, it was made completely and totally and absolutely in Wicklow, including the bear. And apparently it is very funny, but very frightening. It's a thriller comedy. Who made the bear? 
We will find out. Joe at RT.ie. Okay, done, sir. 23% of the market. Super value, 22.2. Tesco, 22.1. Wow. Little, 11.8. Aldi, 11.6. And other outlets, that'd be 9.2. So we have a highly competitive supermarket uh, panorama here in Ireland. Now, Michael Mills. Michael, where do you do your shopping? Dorns in the Ashleys in Cromwell Village. Cromwell, okay. So what what have you spotted? Um, myself and my wife, we usually do the shopping every two weeks because uh, okay. we get paid fortnightly. Okay. And I've uh, been shopping there years, like, you know. Yeah. So we were up there a couple of weeks ago and we spent about 240 euro. Okay. And we handed in the four vouchers we got from the previous shop, which is you get 10, or, 10, 10 euro off each 50. Okay, just explain that to people who don't shop in Duns. When, 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 so, when you spend so much, you get a 10 euro voucher. So when, you spend, spend, when you spend 50? I think it's 50, yeah. yeah. Now, we, we always spend over 200, 200 to 250. So we usually have four to five vouchers every, okay. every two weeks. And those vouchers are worth so 10 euro the, off. Yeah, 10 next. euro, yeah. Okay. So we handed in the vouchers and okay. the cashier said, sorry, there, there was eight. And I said, no, well, you can't be. I said, we only shop every two weeks. We always yeah. used them on the last day that our ballot. So she said, no, um, they, they changed the, the terms and conditions. So they've only uh, ballot now for nine days, you know. Ah. So, like, as I said, like, I was expecting 40 euro while I'd be shopping, like, which is a lot of money in this the price that, that cost 11 these days, you know. But it was an incredible offer, wasn't it? When... Yeah, but it, okay. it was always there, you know. So, yeah. like, that's the only reason, like, we kept shopping there. We were thinking of going to, going to uh, Lidl, but... The, uh, because we because because of the vouchers, we, we we kept going to Duns, you know. And so it now means that you had previously when you got your tenner off fifty, you can't you can't use the tenner on the same day. Sure, you can't. No, you can't, can't go. You, you can't no. go back in and start shopping no. again. Okay, no. but you can use it from the following day. Isn't that correct? Yes. Okay. Exactly. And no, you're you, you're saying heretofore when it was tenner off fifty. You had a fortnight to use the tenor voucher in yeah. Duns. You're saying now that it's a fiver off 25, which sounds proportionally the same, but you're saying they've shortened the the date, the time frame in which you can spend your voucher. Exactly. Like, I, like, I mean, we're still spending the same amount of money there. Like, It seems to me that they want you to shop more often so you can spend more money, you know? That's the way it, it seems to me, you know? Yeah, but is that not fair enough? It is. Like, it is very... Like, first of all, it's an extraordinarily competitive market, isn't it, in Ireland? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, as, as I said, the only reason we go to the phones is because of the vouchers. Because, like, I mean, Lidl is cheaper on certain products, you know? But when you work out, you're saying when you work out the voucher, you discover that it's still worth your while to go to Dawn's. Of course, yeah. And then Dawn's will have a bigger selection and then they'll probably have the homeware, which they're brilliant at now, and they'll probably have the... Well, the, vouchers, the, the vouchers are only on the groceries now, you know. I know that, and it, it doesn't work in alcohol, sure it doesn't. No, no, just, gro- just well, that's, like, well, that's fair enough. And I don't you, know? see, you can't use it on baby food, sure you can't? Oh, I wouldn't know that. It's no, been a long time since I had a baby. No, but I think <laughs> we did it not too long ago. The, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, you can't be encouraged. It's a whole thing to do with breastfeeding, and but anyway, but it's a good, but it's a good, it was a good deal. Ten or off fifty, fourteen days. We spent we spend only two hundred and fifty every two every two weeks, so we were getting forty euro off, which was great, you know. Like it's like money developers are, if you know what I mean. Yeah, of course it is. But surely, if if you went in and you saw that your bill was coming to two forty, 
you would yeah. you would push it to two fifty, wouldn't you? So you get the. Oh well, that's it. Like that's fair enough. Age, yeah. The, the cashier would say, "You look, you're nearly up at two fifty. Do you want to grab something else? So, you, so you, you know what I mean? You can use the extra voucher if you have for it. You know." Oh, they say that to you, would they? At the oh, you would, yeah. Oh, that's decent. That well, is like, decent. As I, as I said, like the nine days, like nobody even the first I heard about it was when was when the voucher were refused. You know. Yeah, but Michael, I'm said. I'm wondering, did they did Duns introduce the fourteen days? during the pandemic. Do you follow me? Where they might, because, and I think they are one of the unsung heroes of the pandemic. I don't think they got enough credit was the shop workers in every supermarket. They were up, they kept people's sanity together for, they never closed. They never closed. They were always in good humour and they were the, those frontline workers on the tills and doing the stacking and uh, the managers they and then behind the counters, the fishmongers at the bakery. They were absolutely brilliant during the pandemic. But I thought, that, uh, would it be that Dunn said, OK, because of the pandemic, we don't want to be pushing people to come back every week. We'll, we'll up it to the 14 days so they only have to come back once every fortnight. That'd be safer. Maybe that was what happened. I don't, I, I don't know. Okay, it's stay there. Truth. I don't know. Stay there, Michael. It's it's not to do with Duns, but it's another shopping issue. Uh, Margaret has contacted us. Margaret, go ahead. What happened? Hello, Joe. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, yeah. I didn't realise until recently, Joe, that um, retailers are now charging for paper bags until I went into Zara in Liffey Valley and I was making a purchase of two uh, yeah. jumpers. Yeah. And it came to 50 uh, euro. Okay. And she said, I thought she said 50 50, in other words, 50 cent, but I'm informed now that it's 15 cent. I must have misheard. For a, for a so plastic bag? I thought it was for a plastic, a plastic bag. bag. No, no. I said to her, is it a plastic bag? And she said, no, it's a paper bag. Okay. I said, well, have you, got a, have you got a plastic bag? Because it's compulsory to pay for plastic bags. That's not a problem. But I said, I do have a problem paying for a paper bag. And yeah. I, had no other, I had no other bag with me that the clothes would fit into. And if I did, I would have taken them. But I said, listen, it's okay, thanks. And I took my 50 euro back and gave her back the jumpers. But hang on. If you didn't take the paper bag, which I presume has Zara written on it. Yes, yes. Could you leave the store just with your your jumpers under your arm? No, I would have had... (laughs) Well, this is it. I would have had to. If I had said, no, I, I will take the products but I am not paying the 50 cent or 15 cent as it could be. And I would have had to walk out with them over my arm. Yes, I would. I didn't think of that. But you can't do that. No, I know you you wouldn't be. But (laughs) But people could accuse you of shoplifting. Exactly. But the following day, I went back and I had my own little plastic bag with me and I went in and bought the jumpers and put them into my own bag. But uh, now, Joe, don't get me wrong. I fully, I'm fully aware that 15 cent or 50 cent is very, very little. Well, um, it, all, it all adds up. It all, it adds, all up. adds up. But the thing is, people should make these uh, gestures uh, voluntarily instead of it being taken from them at the till unexpectedly. Because everything you put your hands on now is more expensive. And there's lots of people who couldn't afford 15 cent or 50 cent. They just couldn't. Like there was a great program on RTE last night, Sleeping on the Streets. A lovely, lovely young couple sleeping on the side of the road in a tent. They ordered fish and chips delivered to them at the side of the road. Where would he be if he was asked to pay 15 cent for the bag that the chips were in? You know, 15 cent is a lot for him to have in his pocket. It's just not right for it to be pushed on us so unexpectedly, without any notice, that you have to pay for a paper bag. And 
how did you how did you were you told you have to buy a paperback yes what happened Joe oh, was okay. I went up I okay. went up to the till and you I spent as you say till. you spent 60 and euro I, and you had to I pay ha- for the I handed her 50 euro and she said no fi- she didn't say would you like a bag she said no it's 50 I thought she said 50 but I'm informed now that it's 50 15 and I said why do I have to pay for a bag is it a plastic bag and she said no it's a paper bag and of course I it's just a I cost just said, no. but no. Are, are they saying sure you can use a, you can use a paper bag again or use No, they didn't say that, but drawing. of course you can. Of course you can. But you shouldn't be charged for it, Joe. I mean, um, I shop in Eason's, Boots, Carrick Dunn, Avoca, Dunn Stores, Marks and Spencer's, Pennies. You can get some fantastic bags from a small little bag to a big bag and there's mm. no charge on those. Okay. I mean, why? And I believe there are other shops in Liffey Valley, a researcher tells me, that charges as well, like um, uh, uh, H&M and River Island. I haven't been in those stores, so but I don't there a really sign, know. Is there a sign up, Margaret? Saying, I, if there is a sign, I didn't see it. OK. If there is a sign, I did not see it. And you, you, um, you don't need to go to Specsavers. I don't need... No, you would have seen well, it. Well, in actual fact, the only time I go to Specsavers is for my hearing aids. But okay. anyway... Okay. No, Joe, I just think it shouldn't okay. be pushed onto the... Per- okay, onto the I, I don't think anyone has spotted that. Well spotted. Well spotted. That they're charging okay, now. Some places are charging for the paper bag. Some places are charging for the paper bag, but yeah. uh, paper bags. But most of the big stores, as I said, have fabulous, really, really good quality okay. paper bags. Eason's Boots, Carrick Dunn, Evoca, Marks & Spencer's. I mean, you can get them from a little bag up to a big bag and... Nobody's asking for any money. Now, if it became compulsory, Joe, I'd fit in with it. Of course I would. Yeah. But at the moment, you shouldn't just arrive up to the tail with the money in your hand for your products and be told that you have to buy a paper bag. Yeah, OK, OK. And you say if you weren't prepared to buy a paper bag uh, and you hadn't planned I'd have to walk out with, with the, the jumpers, jumpers over my arm and the, and, and the security man running after me, probably. I wouldn't, but I, I take your point. Yeah, yeah. I never thought of that. OK. <laughs> Okay, Margaret. My, okay, Joe, nice, uh, nice li- Likewise, likewise. Michael Mills. Michael, um, I just see somebody has sent us in, um, uh, somebody from their, from their wallet, their digital wallet from Dawn's. And you're right, they say f- uh, the 5 off 25, that lasts for, si- for six days in Dawn's. But they're also getting 10 off 50, and that lasts for 13 days. So can so can you ask for? I don't want your five off twenty five vouchers. I want your ten off fifty vouchers. Yeah, we just we just we just use the ten ten euro vouchers. And when I was up there two weeks ago, the vouchers we when we handed in the vouchers to whatever date she said, and then when we got the new vouchers, there was only nine days on them. But you see, this this uh, person who sent us in their copy of their vouchers. Well, I did, can tell you now, it was only nine days. Okay, we were trying. We try, and car- we, we them, yeah. try and clarify from Duns because they are so yeah. important in the fabric of well, our. They have been. Yeah. They dressed and fed us for decades in Ballyfermot. The decades they were brilliant. Absolutely, they, they, they dressed many a family and fed many a family in Ireland over the years. Okay, Michael, good to meet him. Good morning. And, right, my, and the two of you always go shopping together. That's it. Well, yeah, I have to bring. <laughs> yeah, would you, would you like? Yeah, would you prefer to go shopping on your own? Yeah, good one, Joe. <laughs> no, we always go together. We always go great, together. Great, yeah, great, great, great. Okay, Michael, that's Michael Mills. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy!
Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Carl O'Brien, back to the weather. Carl. Joe, how are you? You're the, where are you now? Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in County Cavan. I'm oh. a Cork member. I'm living in Cavan. And what's the weather like? The weather's absolutely gorgeous. It okay. was 22 degrees out in my daughter's house in Monaghan. Indoors, like? Yes, indoors. Okay. The well, monitor was on the windowsill. But it, listen, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the best way to get the weather forecast, I need the major golf clubs in Ireland, like the Dare Manor, Mount Juliet, Old Hedekin Sale, and so on and so forth. Just Google weather forecast for those golf clubs, and they're always accurate. And they have to be accurate because they're depending on people who have four and 500 euros for around the golf. And no, I, so, I have no so, idea where they get... Yeah. I've no idea where they get that, where, they, where they get their information, but it's, I've never ever gone out. I remember last year I, a friend invited me to the Adair Manor, and I rang up and I said, okay. "Have you any idea?" I spoke to the the, the, the pro there. I said, "Any idea what the weather forecast is like next Wednesday?" He said, "Look, I don't have access to that at the moment." But he said, "If you if you Google it, and I did, and I booked for the following week." But who are you saying the golf club will tell you what the weather is going to be like? No, you ha- they, w- they won't tell you. You have to Google it. You just Google in, we we'll say, at the cake club, weather okay. forecast. Okay. And it just comes up. And you were saying it's fairly accurate because... It's very accurate. Okay. You see, it's not like, it's not like fishermen or things like that. They can go to their cabin out the rain, but, like, I'm after Googling the four main golf courses in Ireland now. Okay. And can sail is the number one in, the, in, in Europe, in the world at the moment, right? What do you mean and it's number there is one? No, there's no... It's, it's the number one golf club in the world. Oh, was it? Yeah, the Lynx course there, beautiful. Yeah, the Lynx yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the number one Lynx in the world. Okay. But I'm after Googling the four of them, Adair Manor, the Lynx, <laughs> Mount Juliet, okay. and uh, I can't remember the fourth one. But anyway, there's no there's no sign of rain or snow or anything in the next four days, in, in, in or the next ten days in any of the golf clubs. Okay, are any of them north of Galway, Dublin? No, I didn't. I didn't. I only, oh, yeah. I only Googled what, what, what I know, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea of you. And you, you just came up with that idea yourself. I didn't actually. It was, it was my, it was my future son-in-law told me about it. He said, uh, just, just Google, ask Siri, what's the weather forecast like in, in a dare manner? I didn't and know I did. that, yeah. And they'd and say to came. and if you say to them, I want to play there next Tuesday, they might would, say to you, no, no, you how far ahead? Yeah, you'd have to be, you have to be a year a year in advance. But I, I knew I knew somebody that was that okay. was there, you know. So okay, uh, say that, Carl. Is your is your future son-in-law going to be your son-in-law? Uh, I'll pass on that. Oh, <laughs> Alice Conroy, <laughs> Alice, Alice. Hi, Joe. So, who's your former future son-in-law, Alice Conroy? That's it. How yeah. are you? Okay. Ice weather. What happened? Ken Mayer, NCT, Killarney. Um, Yes, yes. I um, decided I'd leave the house early yeah. and um, I got there around 8 o'clock and they were delighted to see me. They told me they had a lot of cancellations because people were fearful, ice and um, the war- weather warnings that were given. So I said cheerio to the car and in 25 minutes I was out the door and back in Kenmare in jig time. When, when did this happen? Last evening. Oh, hang on. Last evening, you went to get your NCT and you said because of the weather forecast, lots of people hadn't, didn't show up. That's right. The, gen- the mechanics in the NCT centre said they had a lot of cancellations. But what, so, was, what was the weather forecast? Well, uh, there was a, a warning issued on one of the stations. And oh, that's right. There was, a, and there was a yellow. Oh, well, that's yellow that's weather, right, yellow. Yeah. So um, I benefited 
Okay. Because and it wasn't like that. It was crisp and dry and I was back in Kenmare in jig time. And who do you rely on for your weather? Who do you normally use, Alice? Um, depends on who, who, what I'm up to. But I would, I would be very dependent on RTE. I would look yeah, at weather. Yeah, that's Met Aaron, yeah. yeah. Met Aaron, yeah. get the weather, yeah. Mm. And did you know so RTE buy the weather off Met Aaron? Sorry? Did you know RTE, we buy the weather off? You have to pay for the weather. Imagine that. Well, it's, it's, well, the Met Office have loads of staff, loads of equipment, loads of places. They need to be, they can't right. do it, not doing it for nothing. Oh, no. Okay. But I'll tell you, hats off to the NCT people anyway. Very yeah, professional. Fair play to them. Okay, very well done. And, yeah, and did, did, you, did you pass okay? I did, thank you. Well done, well done. <laughs> safe safe travelling, Alice. Noel Bourne, right. finally, Noel. Noel, you have your, thanks, Alice, you, you have your own equipment. Yeah, much like the chap in Carlow, I've it's just an interest I have, and I have uh, pretty good equipment, professional grade equipment, and also there's a few apps that I would well uh, done. watch. And what's so what's your, charts so what's, your what's your Sorry? forecast for tomorrow and Thursday? Well, yeah, there is a possibility of snow, possibly maybe in the afternoon on uh, Thursday. Because where, where, it, it, where it, now? Where? Well, nearly anywhere, but down as far as the Midlands, possibly. Because okay. uh, yeah, so. Um, and are you good? What's your hit rate? <laughs> it's well, very accurate. I use well one. Done. I, I use an app which uh, I. They all cost a little, but one called um, it's. Um, oh God! Uh, let me think for a second. Okay. There's one called Apollon that I use. Okay. And and it's a hobby, and you love it, obviously. It's like ah, a lot yeah, of people yeah, do. Okay. Yeah. Go to meet uh, a go to meet yeah, a Margaret and Joe, Joe, the final, yeah. the final thing I would have yeah. to say to you. Hello. Yes. Yeah. These you know regularly they keep telling us about here and tell us about wind in certain counties and yeah, not yeah. in other counties, as if there was a, a fifty foot wall around these counties. I mean, it's not like that. It sweeps across the country. Well, that's true, and, yeah. uh, and uh, the weather doesn't know any particular boundaries. Okay, that's, that's a good so point. It's true, the county boundaries. So the county, ba- yeah, the county oh. boundaries, you're right, go back to the 11th century, they're tribal divisions. Okay, go to meet a model, go to know, like, uh, Nettie, you can produce Ray Darcy next. 0818 715 815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie. 